1: Hey everyone, welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straup. It is Monday, March 7th, and today we will have some takeaways from the weekend, some significant injury news from the weekend, updated waiver wire pickups, and you didn't hear it from me, but we also have a special guest appearing on this very episode. Steve Alexander is just finding this news out. All that and more is coming up. As I say hello to the aforementioned Steve Alexander. Steve, good Monday. Good day to you, sir.
2: Good day to you, sir. How are you? Matt, it was a, it was an eventful weekend. Yeah. A lot of things going on. First of all, I went out to my car today, and there's a coat of yellow dust on my car. It means pollen is here.
1: Pollen. That's big up. Get update. the
2: nasanex, get the Claritin D, get ready, because
1: it's coming. Yeah. Pollen sizzling.
2: Matt, there's a there's a lot going on. Uh did you there's a lot. Did you going catch on. the premiere episode of Winning Time: a Story of the Lakers on
1: HBO? I have not seen it yet, but I'm aware that it's out, and I will be watching it.
2: Well, I'm not going to give any not going to give any spoilers.
1: No spoilers. It's a the theme I of the day. No spoilers.
2: The dude they found to play Magic looks a heck of a lot like Magic Johnson. I I thought that was impressive. And Kareem is in there a little bit. And I my Kareem story. You know, I was a I was a shoe kid. I was an autograph autograph kid. Yes. The only autograph I ever attempted to get but did not get was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow. And I asked him probably I don't know. I probably met him six times, spoke to him six times. Kareem, can I please have your autograph? And he would stare straight ahead two feet above me and just keep walking. No acknowledgement, no words, uh, nothing. And I uh, see you. he couldn't see you. Well, he might not have been able to see me, but he there's a scene in that in the the opening episode that I looked at my wife. I'm like, dude, that is spot on. Like that is perfect. So, so you have that to look forward to.
1: Okay, I'm excited.
2: When I was up at three o'clock this morning making waiver wire moves mm-hmm. in my effort to try to hold off smack talking Jared Johnson, who will not shut his trap about how he's going to destroy me. Even though I've got the number one seed, even though I've been in first all year, even though I got Luca and LaMelo, he's just talking smack. Anyway, this thing pops up in my Yahoo
3: league, Mm -hmm.
2: and it's like, do you want to buy some Poku gear? He was your hottest player over the last week. He (laughs) was the number 33 ranked fantasy player last week, according to Yahoo. And do I want to buy a Poku jersey? And I was like, this is incredible. I was so excited to see. So you
1: that. did it, obviously.
2: No, I'm gonna wait for Luca to get his free throws up over seventy five percent, and then you're gonna buy me a
1: <sighs> Hoku jersey. I see, I see how yeah. it is. But yeah. also, Steve, speaking of fantasy playoffs, you're up against your your arch nemesis, Jared Johnson, in not one but two leagues, right? In the company company league as well. You guys Both lead NBC that line. Both NBC leagues.
2: I vaulted yeah. from eighth place in the fourth place uh, wow. last night with an eight to one victory.
1: Cinderella story. I of course uh, secured the number two seed in a buy in that league, so I'll be just watching you guys uh, battle it out, and I will enjoy that this week before and getting to work I next did week. The
2: same in the other league, I had to buy last week as the number one seed, so yeah, I got a double dose of Jared. I'm, I'm really not looking forward to it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of late night texting going on. All right, well,
1: St- Steve, do, oh, do you have more? Do you have more off well, the top here?
2: I was just gonna say that you know. At, the reason I was awake at three o'clock in the morning is I had to wait for the Yahoo to turn over because right. I'd burned all my moves of course. And I, I had to get as many four game guys on my team as I could. I had to beat Jared to them. So I, Monty Morris had a big, big game on mm-hmm. Saturday or Sunday. So I, I grabbed Monty Morris. I grabbed uh Emmanuel quickly. And I grabbed Dwight Powell okay. and I dropped Jared Allen, Miles Turner and Kyle Lowry. I'm sure we're gonna get into some of those guys uh, when we do this. But those are the, that was the big the big 3 a.m. move I made.
1: Big the big news. And by the way, that transitions nicely into the news segment of this, which Steve, we gotta do this quick hits because as I said, I don't know if you were busy looking at your notes, you didn't hear me. We have a guest on the show. We have a guest. So we gotta get through segment one of this episode, and then we will have a special guest appearing. So we gotta get through this. Is Chetty Osman here? Uh no, but that would be probably the second most think of like if Jetty Osmond was the second most exciting guest we could get. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Second only in excitement. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's talk about it. Jared Allen, who you just said you dropped has a broken finger. He's out indefinitely. And Jetty Osmond conveniently is in this conversation too, because plays a different position, but he seems like maybe the guy who stands to benefit has 17 points, a couple of steals, three triples with Allen only playing 10 minutes. Evan Mobley, by the way, also looks like he's going to feast. He had 20 points, 17 rebounds on Sunday, a huge stat line. But Jetty, only 15% rostered. Steve, I even took the Jetty pill in one league on Sunday for those 17 points. Our our website is littered with talk of Jetty pills. There's headlines everywhere. Was this you? No.
2: Dude, it, that's what's so great. I, I was reading about Jetty on our website. And yeah. everywhere I looked, it was, take your Jetty pills. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like... I left my mark. Like, if I die tomorrow, I at least, I, I at least can your take legacy. credit for jetty pills. Yeah, jetty pills.
1: It absolutely. It, it, it's probably like paragraph two of your obit. Like mentions jetty pills. I'd say.
2: Yeah, it's pretty high up there. I, the affable
1: there. fantasy sports writer who coined the term jetty pills. <laughs> we should stop talking about you dying. This is getting a little dark. It's fine. anyways. Jetty's worth a look. How many? Do you have uh, your schedule pulled up, Steve? How many games Three are we games. talking for Cleveland? Three games. Three games. Okay, we're not thrilled there. I mean, this is crushing news. Obviously, if you have Jared Allen, and I don't think there's an obvious big man replacement in Cleveland. Even though we know Cleveland wants to play big, I mean, I think Kevin Love is going to get more minutes. Maybe we see Dean Wade get in there and do some Dean Wade things. But I'm I'm leaning toward Markinan. Jetty being the primary.
2: Lori Markkinen was
1: already playing better, though. Playing probably
2: well, going to so. be balling out. But yeah, those guys are. Probably rostered in most places. Dean, Dean, obviously,
1: Dean is as not. Call Dean Wade. <laughs> Dean Wade.
2: All right, so Dean Garrett.
1: we also saw Christoph Porzingis make his Wizards debut on Sunday. In 21 minutes, he had 25 points, five rebounds, two blocks, and three triples. And we were talking on our Wednesday episode last week about how, you know, Porzingis may not make it to the finish line here, but when he's on the floor, he is he is potentially going to do some damage, and we've already seen it happen in just one game.
2: Yeah, three games for Washington. Who knows how many of those Porzingis will play? And there's not a more unreliable player around, really. Well, maybe Anthony Davis, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's sitting out there and you can pick him up, I, I guess you do it and roll him out there. But I would just hate to hate to have him miss a game and turn his three week uh, into a two week two game week.
1: Yeah. But, but I mean, I I also think the other way to look at it, the more optimistic way to look at it is this may be a lightning in a bottle situation where Porzingis is going to be healthy for this window of, I don't know if it's one week, I don't know if it's three weeks, but potentially going to win some people, some fantasy leagues after all that time on the sidelines. In Toronto, Fred Van Vliet is still out as of Monday. We don't know exactly when he'll be back. We're hoping it's soon, but Malachi Flynn has a hamstring injury. He is out, I think indefinitely. Meanwhile, we saw as a result Chris Boucher played thirty six minutes, had a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stats. I think twenty one points in the last game. Steve, we're not really doing this again, right?
2: Why do point guards being hurt have anything to do with with Chris Boucher? I don't know, but he started because
1: he... Scotty Barnes is basically playing point guard for them right now. Yeah, that's true. They don't want to play Delano Banton a lot of minutes, I think.
2: Boucher, Boucher, that was that might have been that was one of his best games of the season if not his best. 3 game week for Toronto, so that's another that's another red flag for me. I'm not messing. Okay. I'm not I'm not getting sucked into another Chris Boucher f- funnel. To, <laughs> the to board, the depths vortex. Of the ocean vortex.
1: Campaign had a couple of monstrous games over the weekend, Steve. On Friday, 17 points, 16 dimes, 23 points, eight assists on Sunday. I don't know what else there's to say other than uh, this thing is happening. We were wondering how, what, how, you know, would campaign benefit in a huge way from Chris Paul's absence? We're seeing that happen now. So those who added campaign, I think, are set up really nicely for now.
2: You know, as I pulled up the Roto or the uh, NBC Sports Edge powered by Roto World news page today, there I sat at the very top of it with Raph, our two mugs front and center, and I'm talking about Cameron Payne, and I'm like, Raph, I have not jumped on the Cameron Payne bandwagon, and so far I'm not upset that I missed it. He hasn't done anything yet. This was from. Thursday of course. And then I said, "Do you think I'm going to regret that?" And Ralph is like, "Yes, you are going to regret that. He's going to get 30 <laughs> minutes a night and he's going to ball out." And uh yeah, I mean that's sort of what's happening right now. So so sad, too bad.
1: I'm sorry you missed out. Meanwhile, Steve, we have some disconcerting news out of Oklahoma City on Josh Giddy. This is via Thunderbeat writer Brandon Rabhar. I think this is a quote from I can't remember if this is a quote from the coach or just I believe it was We'll learn a lot more in a couple weeks was the quote from the tweet. And I mean, you got to be worried, right? Given that this is Oklahoma City, we're talking now a couple weeks. We'll learn a lot more on Giddy. So I think people have to be prepared. Fantasy managers have to be prepared for not having Giddy when you need him most.
2: To me, that means I'm writing Giddy off. Like I'm if I had him in one of these playoff leagues that we were talking about, I would have dropped him. It's just, are you with me on that? Are you done?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think where I do have him, I have the luxury of an injured list spot to put him on. But yeah, if you have to, you have to. And I mean, I think that's true. As people, you were talking to me offline before we started here. You know, We've got fantasy managers asking us, can I drop this guy or should I drop this guy? We're so late in the game here that if you know a guy is out in multiple weeks at this point, I mean, it's safe to drop him. You're going to have to probably live with it unless you're truly in this luxury spot where you think you can get past a fantasy playoff matchup or you have a buy or something like that. Otherwise, all these guys are droppable if you need to drop them. Well, speaking of
2: quick hits, let me just run through a list. And yes, let's just go with keep or drop. All right.
1: Anthony Simon. But this is
2: like... Oh, go ahead.
1: Okay. No, I mean, keep or drop. Drop if... Okay, fine. <laughs> I was gonna put a caveat. Well, I mean, on.
2: if you have an injured spot, obviously you're gonna put Anthony Simons in it. That's what I did. Right. I was thinking about dropping Anthony Simons because he's already been ruled out for his next game. The Portland Trailblazers are tanking. Yeah. But I, he seemed like a guy that is a, he's a good person to stick in your injured spot. Yeah. Because he could easily miss one game and then be back.
1: Right. It's a quad so contusion. I, keep for me,
2: Simons. Keep. I'm keeping Anthony Simons yes. if I can now. The flip side of that is Portland only plays three games this week. That means Simons at the most is going to play two. If you're in a you know battle to the death match and you have to win this week and you need four games, I mean you might have to you might have to make a decision on Simons, but generally keep
1: yeah OG and Anobi can drop. Would try not to, but can drop. Can drop if needed. What we we know he was a couple weeks away as of last week, right? At least from being reevaluated. Yeah. So drop if you have to. Drop if you have I'm, to. Yeah. I'm moving on. I'm moving on from OG Miles Turner. I've forgotten about go, him. I'm gone. sorry. No, nothing against Miles gone. Turner, but I've forgotten about him.
2: Zion Williamson gone. Yep.
1: Nope. He's off my off my radar. I know there were some encouraging reports, but I think we're too far away.
2: Paul George, gone. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, my guy. <laughs> Could I, I, have
1: I have not dropped Lowry. You have. I haven't. I just, I moved Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry can be on an injured list spot in Yahoo. So I did that to pick up Gabe Vincent and you just, because Lowry is not, Lowry's got a personal issue. We don't know when he'll be back, right? It could be multiple more games, but he could be back. I think we know he's out for their next one. Is that Monday? Yeah. So he's that, that gives him a three game week at
2: the most. We haven't seen him in 10 days. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I moved on. I I think dropping Lowry for Monty Morris for me, I gained at least a game, may have gained four games. I feel good about it. Victor Oladipo.
1: By the way, uh, that's funny that you mentioned him because I was going to bring him up. Questionable for Monday, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not. That's great. It's a nice (laughs) story that he's back, but I don't think there's a fantasy impact for me. I'll be surprised if there's a fantasy impact.
2: That's great. Uh, Will Barton. (laughs) Will Barton sprained ankle, not too serious, yeah. but he's questionable for his next game. Will Barton's like up and down, all over the place kind of guy. Yeah, Denver. Denver plays four times this week and next week. Oh, would you drop Will Barton? I'm trying to
1: keep Barton. It sounds mild as of Monday. Yeah, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try, but again, you, you gotta you gotta take it team by team because you might not be in a situation where if you're gonna lose him for they play today, as you said, and then they play again Wednesday. If, like, let's say he misses those two games, suddenly you have to ask yourself, I'm in a do-or-die matchup here. I may have to drop him.
2: Uh, I'm dropping Jared Allen. He's the last one on that list of, of yeah. drop, drop guys.
1: I and think then, that's uh, it's fair.
2: What are we doing with Gun right now, Matt?
1: I'm ready, to, I'm ready to drop him in a shallower league. He seems to be stuck in the low 20s. The minutes are in the low 20s, and the, he does produce some of the time. I think in a deeper league, he's playable right now. But in a shallower league, I'm dropping him. Would I mean, you
2: drop a Would you drop a four game Shangoon for a three game Chris Boucher?
1: Oof. I'm leaning toward no. I'm leaning toward no.
2: Yeah, I'm going four games of Shangoon in that yeah. one. Yeah. Also, Matt, I'm I would like some props. I don't think I said. I don't think I called Chris Boucher Chris Bosh not one, time one time.
1: Today. Okay. We're going okay. to keep this moving because we got to get to our guest in a minute here. By the way, just want to quickly mention a few huge performances from over the weekend. LeBron scored 56. Jason Tatum scored 54. Chris Middleton scored 44. Just some monster box scores we saw over the weekend. And by the way, I would also like to mention DeMarcus Cousins, who had 31 on Friday in a revenge game with Nikola Jokic out due to illness. Jokic back, so Cousins' minutes went way down. But I was looking at Cousins' in a couple of leagues. And I noticed, this is just a footnote, not really a fantasy footnote. He is in the middle of a stretch where he plays, played Houston, then New Orleans, Golden State, Sacramento, and Golden State again an unprecedented five revenge games in a row for DeMarcus Cousins. Steve, that has to be some kind of record. I was just blown away by that. When
2: you, when uh, Pirtle ever does this, the favor of having DeMarcus Cousins being the answer. Mm-hmm. Every team, every player you select is going to, the team is going to be yellow because he's been, he's once played for that team.
1: You mean Pirtle, the NBA player guessing game. Is that what you're referring to?
2: That is correct.
1: More to come on Purdle in a second. First, I'm going to tell you this. For all you NBA fans out there, don't miss a very special edition of Bet the Edge. Game time this Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, leading into Bulls versus 76ers. Matt Bernier, Drew Dinsick, and other members of our NBC Sports Edge crew will be live on NBC Sports Chicago and Philadelphia's Plus channel, breaking down player props, game lines, and futures in the association leading up to tip-off. And if you don't have access to NBC Sports Chicago and Philly, no sweat. The show is planning to be live on their respective YouTube channel. Channels And if you want to win $50,000, enter the free NBA pick and roll contest centered around the Bulls. Sixers matchup on the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet.
0: Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference
1: And now, Steve, what you just brought up unknowingly, we are now bringing in our special guest. He is the creator of Purtle. Say hello, Steve, to Gabe Dannon. Gabe, thanks for joining us. Hey guys, thanks for having me.
2: Hey Gabe, I was sitting here. I'm, I see. I see. There's a, a guy named Gabe in the room, in the green room, waiting to come <laughs> on. I was like, he doesn't look like anyone we've had on the show before. I don't think he works for NBC. I have no idea who Gabe is. But Gabe I, I I've sort of been the uh, the the purdle the champion of purdle not that I'm good at it but I got everybody else at, <laughs> that I work with addicted to it.
3: That's awesome. Thanks
1: for yeah. thanks for doing that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so so Steve by the way I mean you had no idea that Gabe was coming on the show. Just want to be clear to no. everyone. This is an elaborate Many efforts were made to uh, not have you know this. Well,
2: and it's funny because my son, he he reads the rules to these games. I, I don't. I just get in and start playing. I'm like, what does a yellow team mean? He's like, Dad, it means they played for that that team before. I'm like, this dude has like three yellow teams. There's no way he played for all three of these. He's like, yeah, he did. And so my son, my uh, like 13-year-old son is teaching me how to play Purtle. I'm not very good at it, by the way.
1: <laughs> me neither. Yeah. So, <laughs> so no, Steve, no, no spoilers, right? No spoilers for today's answer. But, Gabe, we were talking offline, and I learned something that kind of surprised me that was pretty awesome. So, can you just tell us, for starters, um, how are the players selected for this game? I created a
3: list of players. Every player in the NBA's database has an ID. So, I just printed out a list of those IDs. And then I randomized it. And then so every day there's a random player selected by their ID. So I have, I can look at the list of players coming up and still not know who's
1: coming next. And you don't know, like you start a day and you're playing along with everyone else.
3: Yeah, I generally don't know. Sometimes someone on Twitter in uh, Europe or Australia will tweet me the answer in advance which is always a bit of a bummer but <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah but uh yeah i had that happen with a friend in thailand I inadvertently do that last week so how did you i mean how did the idea with the genesis for this how did uh you think to uh come up to, to make this bring this into being
3: well i mean the obviously wordle is huge in the zeitgeist right now right. and it seemed like there was kind of a new clone coming out every every couple of days. The one I saw that kind of like triggered something in my head was the worldal version, which shows you the outline of a country. And then you guess the country based okay. on that. It's like a geography version. And uh, I thought, you know, you could do this with pretty much anything. So I have a background as a programmer. And uh, so, and I also... Produce a basketball podcast, so it was kind of a confluence of my two interests. So I kind of just put them together, and uh, there it is. That's Purtle.
2: <laughs> this has to be. This has to be like a not a life changing event for for Jakob pertle right? Like, like now we say his name every single day. Like not you really weren't talking about jacob pertle a lot before the the pertle game came out and it was funny because i told my son and my wife i'm like the greatest thing about this is his name is pronounced pertle but there's not even an r in it and it's just (laughs) it's and it's exactly like wordle it's it's incredible that 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 yeah i wouldn't have thought i wouldn't have thought of that i don't think to put those together
3: yeah i saw i watched a video just last night on uh I guess it was from San Antonio local news of Jakob Purtle playing the game, and that was really exciting to see.
2: Oh, he was playing Purtle.
3: Yeah, uh, they they did a little segment on on I think NBC News in San Antonio, and he's apparently a fan. He plays it and gets it right
1: every time. Amazing. If you're if you're Jakob Purtle and you're playing, I assume you put in your own name every single time first. Like that's got to be your first guess, right? That's how. That's how I played. If I yeah, would I mean, up. for yourself, definitely. That's what I would do. So
2: what I'm hearing <laughs> that, that's kind of scaring me a little bit is is every basically every player on every roster is in this database, and it randomly comes up. So, so we could get really, really obscure, super obscure players. Possibly,
3: is that right? The list is slightly curated. So, I a few friends of mine and I we went in and went through a, a spreadsheet and just put little x's on people that were just a little bit too <laughs> obscure. So
1: yeah, uh, I think there were a okay. few
3: on there that are definitely less known, but but for the most part, we tried to, you know, winnow out some people who are maybe like deep, deep down on the bench.
2: I think was Nazi Marshall an answer already? I, I feel like maybe it was Naz Reed. somebody. Somebody kind of obscure was, was an answer. My son was the, the most, my son was not the happy most
3: difficult it. one I think was Zeke. Um, yeah. That's what Steve was thinking. Yeah. I, I don't know how to say his last name. So how I was like, is it, is it <laughs> I think it's Zeke.
1: Zeke. Nagy. That's the one. Nagy, yeah. That's the
2: one where my son was like, if yeah. it's going to be Zeke Najee every day, we got a, we got a problem. So <laughs> <laughs> we got problems.
1: So, all right, I got a I get something that has happened among one group of friends that I play with this with Gabe and hopefully you can help me out here is the silhouette option mm-hmm. has become a controversy among this group of friends because I have one friend claiming that looking at the silhouette is a more skillful way to play. Like identifying a player's silhouette is more skillful than just kind of trying to figure it out um guessing without looking at the silhouette. And this is like we're just at an impasse i mean it seems kind of obvious to me that the silhouette makes it quite a bit easier for yesterday's for example i was stumped i went to the silhouette and i was like oh i know who that is and i, I don't can you just help me out here can you just tell my friend that he's wrong that's that's the starting point here
3: okay so i i'm of two minds of the, about this um first of all okay anyone okay. Who wants to flex that they're not doing the the silhouette very cool very cool i'm i'm into <laughs> it you uh, you feel free to brag about it. On the other on the other side right. of things, okay. I'm a very casual NBA fan. I'm terrible at the the game that I made. Um, I use the silhouette. <laughs> I check rosters. I do anything it takes to cheat. Okay, and it doesn't bother me if if anybody does whatever they need to do.
2: Yeah, Matt. There's is he saying that he only looks at the silhouette and tries to guess the player just from looking at the silhouette, or is he? Is he using the silhouette along with the rest of the game? If he's only guessing the player from the silhouette, I mean, he might have a point. Like, that's pretty solid if he can get it that way.
1: Yeah, I think he's talking—I think he's probably using both. But I think where we kind of landed is—and I think Gabe gave a good answer there. I mean, it's just another tool in your bag. I also think this is almost— two games in one i mean really if you wanted to just split it off and say i'm just doing a silhouette today you know what i mean like that is almost a different game really um or just a different avenue so i do i do think it's interesting and i like that it is something that has kind of created these debates like if we're arguing about it that means it's probably a good game (laughs) and so gabe Yeah, yeah go ahead steve
2: well i was gonna say my my our mutual friend zach We'll' when we'll, we share all of our PURL scores and he'll he'll shoot me a text and be like, yeah, but you had to use a silhouette <laughs> what's wrong with you i I didn't use a silhouette um so yeah he's like uh he's anti silhouette unless it's like a, a last last gasp last ditch effort I use it i I didn't even know it was a I, you weren't supposed to use it <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Gabe, you brought this up before but as far as checking rosters goes it sounds like you it's like anything goes but you just kind of have to do you have to declare that like if you're playing with friends what what what's what's the etiquette here
3: yeah i think in in my in our discord we always write um silhouette mode on x roster mode on x uh-huh. like i had to check the roster on, on number seven <laughs> sometimes it. i'll post you know i got it in one and then i'll write underneath I got it in one because somebody emailed me the answer. So. <laughs> nice. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's all on the honor system. I had a guy write me say, I figured out an issue with your game where if I look at the source code and <laughs> click on the image, then I can see who it is. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I still get paid the same amount either way. So if that's what you want to do and post your result. Yeah. To your friends, then you know, that's G-way. on you.
1: Yeah. So we talked about I think the player that has stumped, is that the player that has stumped the most users was uh, I assume the guy we mentioned, Zeke Najee.
3: Yeah. unfortunately that's the one that um that Jakob Pertl got in his uh in his news segment. So Oh so, wow. So it was the first one I think that he that he had to check the roster for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we think he
3: got it correct, though. He got it correct in the video. Yeah, uh, after okay. after checking the roster, he went mo- roster mode on six. I think. Okay, still
1: impressive though. Mm-hmm. But it, like, as as the creator of this, do you have any any strategies or tips for anyone, or any advice for anyone who either like Steve? So Steve says he's not good at it. Can you help Steve? You said you're not good at either. Can you guys help <laughs> each other? can can we can we make any progress can we learn how to be better at this game today
3: well uh, my first tip is it helps to know a lot about basketball players and <laughs> so that's that's probably my i'm i i do love the nba and i watch it and i have i would say a casual fans knowledge of who the players are as far as like guesses go or strategies uh, you definitely want to try and like lock down what The team and the divisions and the conferences Mm -hmm. are good ways to do that. Um, My opening guess is Gary Harris every day. And that's because his name is very mellifluous and just flows out of my brain first thing in the morning when I'm playing. Uh But there's no real strategy behind how I play. So unfortunately,
1: I I can't help that much in that area. All right. One of these days, though, what a glorious day you're going to have when Gary Harris comes up if when one Care oh, yeah. Harris comes out, Steve, mm-hmm. any questions for you? Any final thoughts for Gabe?
2: Well, I mean, I feel like the, the game is blowing up and congratulations to you. You've got to be psyched. Hopefully Thank you, you. you're going to make a bazillion dollars and, and be on a lot more video podcasts and whatnot become famous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's, it's really cool. I, again, I I love the fact that Jakob Pertl's name rhymes with wordle. And now we have an NBA guessing game, and it's pretty, it's pretty fun. I'm, I'm surprised at how often uh, the player I guess has the same number, jersey number, as the answer to the to the question. That seems to happen a lot for me, and I, I don't know why that is. But
1: wrong player, right number—that's a strange coincidence.
2: Yeah, it's pretty, but it's it's fun, man. It's a, and and you can get rid of the what age is the player because I have no idea That's how true. old anyone is. That's so, true. It <laughs> does absolutely nothing for
3: me. Different people have told me that different um, you know different data points just are useless to them, and I think I think it's it really depends on how you you know take take in the game. Some people like know everybody's number, and some people um, some people don't don't know. It's, yeah, any of that stuff. Question from
1: one of our viewers so, before we go. Sniper, go ahead, Steve.
2: Sniper4113 asks, and I think, I think this question's been answered, but I think it's a question that a lot of people, when they first start playing the game, have. Is it only active players? Like, we're not going to see Charles Barkley. We're not going to see Michael Jordan. It's, it's only guys that are currently on rosters, right?
3: Yeah, I think it'd be hard to, because those players all played for multiple teams and um had different numbers and so it, it works better if it's based on current current data i i bet there's a way to do it for you know classic players but i, I haven't really tried to tackle that
1: all right you can follow him on twitter at gabe and check out his podcast dunk town and of course pertle if you haven't already done so gabe thanks for joining us man it was great to have you on sure yeah have a great rest of your day okay yeah you too hey good to meet you man you too bye steve pretty glorious eh?
2: <laughs> well, that was amazing. That was pretty glorious. Like, you're you're right. The only the only guest we could have had on that might have been might that I've been might have been more excited about would be Jakob Hurdle himself and Chetty Osman. Okay, yeah, And maybe Pokushevsky.
1: You're pretty high on poker Outside right of now. that, man.
2: Well, so Incredible. we have one
1: more business before you go, Steve. We're gonna quickly rattle off some waiver wire names here. Okay, you ready for this? Have you recovered? Are you, ref- you ready to refocus? I'm ready. Okay. We're going to start in Minnesota. Anthony Edwards, doubtful for Monday, left patella, tendinopathy. Malik Beasley was on his way to a big game in his last one before he got ejected for a headbutt. I assume we think he's not being suspended for this. Anyhow, Malik Beasley is the guy I want to talk about. I think he's a pretty intriguing pickup right now.
2: I agree. I had him on my short list 3 o'clock this morning when I was picking up players. I veered away from him because I just – I, to be honest, I felt better about the huge game Emmanuel quickly had last time out, and the huge game Monty Morris had last time mm-hmm. out, and all it's going to take is Anthony Edwards to come back to ruin Anthony Edwards for us, or Anthony Edwards to come back to ruin Malik Beasley for us. <laughs> That's why I didn't do it. I think he's a good, good, intriguing pickup though, and. Minnesota does play four times so that's good
1: 15 three-pointers in his last three games total for Beasley and one of those he was ejected early as for quickly I'm just going to jump to him since you mentioned him coming off a 21.10 rebound six assist game quickly kind of tends to be a points and threes guys mostly so I'm not going to bet on a lot of 10 rebound or six assist games, but he does have at least one steal in four straight games. He's 22% rostered. And Steve, I think we like the Knicks schedule this week as well, right?
2: Uh, The Knicks schedule this week, I think, does look very good because I picked up quickly. It's four games. Yeah. Three games next week, but I don't care about that. I'm just trying to survive this week at this point, which is where we should all be. And I'll just glue the thing back together uh, next Monday morning at 3 a.m., just like I did this week. But yeah, quickly... Um, especially the fact they they don't really have a point guard. They're playing Alec Burks at point guard. I, I think quickly could have a big week.
1: Bruce Brown did it again on Sunday, 15.6 rebounds, five assists, a steal, a block, and a three-pointer. He's 35% rostered. What's the next schedule, Steve? What are your thoughts on Bruce Brown?
2: Three games this week, three games next week. I have trust issues with Bruce Brown. He has been playing really well. Yeah. But as Brooklyn gets healthy and maybe Kyrie is allowed to play pretty soon, I don't know, man. It just feels like with Kevin Durant back, I just keep waiting for Bruce Brown to fade, but he hasn't really done it yet. So maybe he's maybe he's good to go. But that three game schedule is obviously not ideal.
1: But I mean, that was I share your same concerns in theory, but that was with Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving on Sunday that he did that. Right. So I, know. I don't know. I don't know. It's silly season in Portland, as we alluded to, Steve, and Trenton Watford is one of the guys, one of the many guys who are jumping onto our fantasy radar right now. On Saturday, he had 12 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, and one block in 32 minutes, 9% rostered as of Monday morning.
2: Yeah, he looked really good in that game. I would have picked him up, uh, but they only played three games this week. But the thing about Watford, man, Portland is in tank mode, and they go 4-4-4-4. Four straight weeks of four games to close out the season after this three-game week. No, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's right. Um, three games this week and then fours all after that. So to me, Watford, you try to get through this week and pick him up at, towards the end of the week and then just roll with him because I think they're going to play him a ton down the stretch.
1: Steve, if I'm not mistaken, the Atlanta Hawks play four games this week Do I have that right. I keep flipping screens here.
2: Yes, four games this week, four games next
1: week. Suddenly, back on our radar is DeAndre Hunter, who had an 0-for-8 game last week. Things were looking really bad for him, but he bounced back with an 18-point game, followed that up with a 26-point game. Um, He's not going to get you a lot outside of points, threes, and percentages, and maybe a steal here and there, but I think Hunter's playing well enough and is a four-game option this week, so I'm on board.
2: I think he's worth a flyer this week for sure if you need a forward... um, I was trying to replace Jared Allen numbers with with my forward slash center. I needed somebody who qualified at center. Yeah. Dwight Powell seemed to, to fit that bill in there. Uh, Jaden McDaniels doesn't qualify at center. It was basically Vando, Jared Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. or it was Dwight Powell. And I, I went with Dwight Powell, but he doesn't really get blocks, which kind of bums me out, but.
1: Can I interest you in a little Isaiah (laughs) Hartenstein? Don't the Clippers play four this week, Steve?
2: Clippers go four times this week. They go four, three, two. So,
1: yeah, just this week. Get your Hartenstein in.
2: Get your Hartenstein in this week.
1: We're gluing it together week by week. 14 points, four assists, a block, and a triple on Sunday night, and I think just 21 minutes. This guy does not need a lot of time to get it done, and he will get you blocks. He's not going to come close to replacing Jared Allen's rebounds or anything, but pretty steady source of blocks right now. 16% rostered.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like it.
1: Your guy, Poku, who we've already talked about, had 12 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block in their last game. He's only 28% rostered. Did we mention OKC's games played this week? Three. Three. It's a bummer
2: not good not good i i dropped Baisley in a couple i held on to poku just just out of principle i mean yeah i don't think i could if i dropped poku at this point i'd be like lying to to everybody who watches this show i'm I'm holding poku until the end yeah i'm still waiting for that 27 and 12 hey at least he had a double double on sunday right
1: yes he did Baby uh your steps. pot committed your pot committed at this point on poku you Last name I want to mention is Dante DiVincenzo, who on Saturday had 10 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a block with 3 triples. 15% rostered. You're going to tell me now that Sacramento plays how many games this week?
2: Sacto goes three times.
1: Yeah. That's kind of the tiebreaker there on DiVincenzo, <laughs> who otherwise is is playing pretty well.
2: Hey, can I share some breaking news with you?
1: I I would be disappointed if you didn't.
2: NADOG, one, two, three. That's, now, he's not Woj. Woj. By any stretch. I'm assuming he saw this maybe on the NBC Sports Edge news page. Kyle Lowry upgraded to questionable for today. Okay. Uh, I was under the impression that Kyle Lowry had already been ruled out for today.
1: Here's the... I'm going to be a little... There's a headline in the South Florida Sun Sentinel return by Kyle Lowry is looming. So let's put it this way. That's, That's... that is chat room breaking news. So double check before you activate Lowry to your starting lineup. I double check on the NBC Sports Edge player news page, which we are not currently, you and I are not currently updating or on right now. But last I've seen, it's not, it's not up there, but it could be momentarily.
2: I'm not going to be pleased if Kyle Lowry plays tonight. I'm just going to go say that. And from a pers- personal, selfish standpoint, I, I hope he's back. Sure. I hope everything's okay. But... As far as me holding on to him for ten days and then letting go today, yeah. and if he that comes back and
1: plays today, ugh. that timing's gonna hurt. Whatever time's gonna hurt. Anyway, Al, thank you for that update. Glad we got that in. Anything for you, Steve, before we go?
2: No. What a cool show. What a cool surprise. Thanks. Thanks for uh thanks for not letting me know that was happening. <laughs> that was sure that was cool. I think that's all I got.
1: All right. Well, that is going to do it for us on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and have a podcast on Spotify wherever you listen. Take a minute to rate and review us as well. We're here every day this week as things get pretty serious in our fantasy league. Steve, I uh, want to say thanks to everyone for listening and for watching live. Thanks to Gabe Dannon for joining us to talk Purtle, and Steve, thank you. I will talk to you soon. Good luck in the playoffs. Same to you. Good luck against Jared.